Hello and welcome to Sonographers Spill the Tea, where we're here to discuss all things ultrasound, particularly safety in sonography and cap the caseload. We're here to uplift, educate, and foster a community of wellness and realness in ultrasound. And you'll get no shortage of real talk from me, your host, Joanna Hall. Disclaimer, real talk can get explicit at times, so this podcast may not always be suitable for tiny human ears. Now, let's get into this week's tea and sonography. What's up, everybody? I cannot believe that we are ending the summer and coming into the fall season. It's been a little while since we dropped the last episode. We have been really busy building our ergomechanics class over the summer. You guys heard about that in the last episode. And so we're going to kind of kick back into gear with our podcast, keep you guys up to date on all of the most recent tea that needs to be spilt in sonography. And if you hear that train in the background, that's actually a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be spilling coming up in the fall season. Um, We're going to be spilling tea on travel jobs, uh, permanent jobs, and kind of what that transition is between one and the other. Because lately we have so many ultrasound jobs and they're crisis rate jobs, guys. Like they pay a lot of money. I've seen them upwards of 3000 a week. And so right now, as you guys know, I'm a traveling healthcare provider. So I'm on the road. Um, the first place that I'm going to be stopping though in September, I always make sure that I am not working in September. I kind of plan for this. Uh, I'm going to be speaking at the Travelers Conference in Las Vegas. It is an amazing conference. Um, it was mostly geared towards nurses, but now Allied Health has really stepped its game up. Um, and being the ultrasound guru that I am, of course, I have to represent ultrasound. Um, but I'm there in another capacity as well. Um, when I travel, I do it with my entire family in tow. I've been homeschooling for years. So before homeschool kind of became uh, forced on folks, and I, I really didn't, I almost don't want to give it energy to call it homeschooling because it was really public school at home, and it was super stressful to kind of hear what that experience was like. So what I'm going to be doing at TravCon this year is speaking to what homeschool really is like when it comes to the different laws in the different states and who's regulating what and why, um, things that you're going to want to be responsible for and really consider when deciding which way to homeschool. There's so many different ways to do it and there's so many different ways to account for your kid's education when in motion. So just like now we have to account for are you vaccinated? or not when it comes to different assignments or even just in your permanent position you have to now decide um, are you going to take this vaccine or are you going to look for another place of employment we're going to kind of just spill all that tea on you guys but first and foremost I want to congratulate everybody who has completed the summer ergomechanics class it was so dope to be able to go over all of the education and empowerment when it came to our minds and our bodies and even our spirits as a whole when thinking about our wellness. Um, And we really honed in on sonographers are not neck down workers and that you really want to be able to take care of home first before you can effectively and efficiently take care of another person, which is what we do as healthcare providers. So if you have not gotten a chance to get onto the Team Sano platform, go ahead and do that. Take the course. It's an amazing course. We went over it for 10 weeks. So this 
us about 15 hours worth of content. Make sure that you plan to have some time to go over ergomechanics and biomechanics um, for your health and wellness. But let's touch base on this COVID-19 vaccine because I really want to chat on the fact that you know, it seems to be a requirement now to either keep your job or to get a new assignment when it comes to how you're going to be able to serve in sonography and in healthcare. So it's just another thing we've had to account for as we've continued to deal with different variants of the coronavirus. Most notably recently is the Delta variant, which I've heard to be as contagious as chickenpox. Um, and it's really ravaging the pediatric population. Um, it's been really sad to see how here we are in nearly September of 2021 and we're still kind of going around in circles with this novel, not really novel anymore, coronavirus pandemic. So right now, I'd love to understand why everybody can't agree on public health. I mean, I think it's one thing that everybody can agree on, which is very, very rare to find things that people can agree on, right? Nobody likes to play. T- <laughs> nobody likes to pay taxes. Um, everybody wants to keep their families safe, and nobody can seem to agree on how to best tackle this pandemic that is ravaging not only the United States but all countries. You know, it's a global issue. So I really would like to chat on the fact that there are so many ultrasound jobs that are available given this situation, given that there's a lot of burnout and sonographers just don't want to scan the same way anymore. They just don't want to, what's the right way to say it? They really don't want to work in a place where they don't feel valued. So there's this transition between wanting to go from a permanent place to a temporary place or a temporary place to a permanent place. And it's been really, really exciting to be able to do my work on the road. So like I was telling you guys, this September, as we start spilling more tea, I'm really going to let you guys in on how I do it nomadically and how I do it with my kids in tow because it's a lot to consider when you're a healthcare provider, um, you're a consultant as well for safety, and you're a mother and a wife um, and a person, right? I'm still Joanna. I'm my own person and I have to account for that as well. So I give myself myself first. Um, I always give me time. That's time for me to affirm myself and, and give myself what it is that I need to keep going forward before I give myself to everybody else. I've got to fill up my own cup. So I tend to do meditating in the morning. Uh, I tend to do stretching or different forms of STR, which is soft tissue recovery, to make sure that my fascia, my soft tissue, and my body is really getting the blood flow and the oxygenation that it needs for me to tackle my day Um, and really gets my mind clear and set for all of the information and content that I have to download into my brain and then upload from my brain. So I try to make sure that there's a balance there before I give to anyone else that I put my own oxygen mask on first and really tend to myself and take care of home. I think that's been the most effective way for me to kind of wear all the different hats and juggle myself so that I can be 
everything to everyone, even if everybody's not going to get 100%, right? Because even I don't get 100% of me. So that's okay, too. I try to do these things really guilt-free to know that it's okay if everything isn't perfect. And it's okay if every project or every client or every piece of homework or every lesson um, is not getting 100% of me. I can do the best that I can. And that's sufficient because I am sufficient. So those are the things that I also try to teach and be mindful of myself, right? So when I'm on the road and I'm, you know, traveling as a healthcare provider and taking care of my kiddos, it really comes down to organization. After I take care of myself and make sure my mind, body, and spirit are in sync, um, then it comes to organization. And there's a lot of organizing of your own compliance things when you're traveling, when you're taking care of people in different facilities and you're a mobile healthcare provider provider, you're a traveling healthcare provider, you want to always make sure that you have all of your credentials up to date, you know, and that you have copies, both digital and hard copies of all of the really pertinent information you're going to need, immunizations, declinations or waivers, your credentials or licensure, um, references, any type of important documentation that you're going to need as if you were applying for a job over and over and over again. Um, And it's the same thing when it comes to your kid's education, depending on the route that you go for schooling, it's really just about keeping track of another thing for compliance. So where they are, what content you're needing to go over. Um, And I really, really encourage you to get feedback from them on what interests them the most when it comes to schooling, if you're going to be responsible for their curriculum. Now, there's lots of different curriculums you can choose from. You can mix and match, or you can, if you're in motion, you can actually put them in public school and not worry about it at all. So there's different ways to go about it. So um, I'll be speaking about this at TravCon. Make sure if you are not currently a ticket holder that you go to TravCon.org and go grab your ticket. There is a slew of information, so many different sessions, um, and it's all done by healthcare providers for healthcare providers. And it was canceled in 2020. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of us there in 2021 this year that are going to be so excited to really have this in-person conference and experience again. And they are taking all the safety precautions as well. And they have that listed on their website for everyone to see and really take confidence in. So I'm somebody who definitely wears a mask. And I am also somebody who cannot get the vaccination. Um, It's contraindicated for me. I actually had a really adverse reaction during the first dose. I got extremely swollen days later. And when I tell you excruciating pain in my joints, um, I would be happy to give birth all over again, completely drug free if I didn't have to go through that experience again. So I'm going to be speaking at TravCon and I'm super confident in their safety protocols. And this is as somebody who, number one, I wear my mask. Um, Number two, I live in 350 square feet in my RV with three kids, a dog and a husband. So I'm very conscientious of where I go um, and what I could potentially bring back to them. And it's also somebody who did not want the vaccine, did it to be 
you know, I did it for a few different reasons, but more so to really just do my part and really follow the science, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, your body is not going to lie to you and neither will science. So it was very clear. My body said, no, we cannot do that. The benefit does not outweigh the risk. And so I will not be taking the second dose or any, any form of boosters, whether it's FDA approved or not. My body has said no. Um, but that's why we wear our masks and get vaccinations, right? So the people who can't get vaccinated stay safe as well as ourselves so there's a lot of things going on around about this vaccination an mrna type of vaccination which two of them are pfizer and moderna are both mrna vaccines but you know at the end of the day we just have to do the best that we can with the information that we're given stay informed um make sure you're doing your own research don't just take an article that you see at face value and run with it and start running your mouth um, that doesn't serve anybody but it really does affect jobs and job placement now so I highly encourage you to make sure that you are staying up to date on all of the new science that's coming out and all of the situations that are following and you know make the best decisions that you can for yourself and for your family and there's no blame or shame in that there's no right or wrong way to do it the only right or wrong way to do it um, would be to do nothing at all pretty much or do it for someone else's reasoning which is really never a good reason to do anything you always want to do things um, that you feel are going to best serve you and your family so that's it for today uh i'm so glad to be back here with you guys spilling all the tea and sonography and i am going to be keeping you very up to date this september as we continue to travel around the country scanning and consulting um but really because this is a travel themed kind of month. I'm really going to let you guys into how I do it, what I do, where I do it, and just kind of take you along for the ride a little bit here in September. So it should be really exciting. Right now I am in Vernon, Texas. I should be in New Mexico, I believe, at the end of this week. So stay tuned for all of the tea and sonography when it comes to traveling and traveling with your family until we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. If you want to continue to get all of the tea in sonography, make sure that you join us on all the social platforms. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And visit us on our website, ultrasafeultrasounds.com, where if you're needing any services in sonography, such as staffing or safety, I'm your girl. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea.